previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Well, welcome to Calvin's Could Be Useful Items. Okay. Is that with a, a, a C or a K? Uh, both. Oh okay, C, okay, C and a K. We're, we're going to go visit the king. Uh, we have some, there's, there's a couple things that we want to talk to him about. I, I, I would suggest maybe talking about to the, the prince's squire. The squire has been hanging out at the uh, the candy factory. It's a, it's a bar down the street. Um, is this like a bed and breakfast, or is this just a bar? There are uh, round and oblong shaped candy coated chocolates that are dancing on stage in white heels. <gasps> is Cherry allowed to be in here? You've got the uh, squire sitting at the stage, uh, awaiting some attention from a dancer. I pull up a chair and I sit right next to him. The princes have gone missing and I've been told that you could possibly help us. He just left yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, three left. Uh, you, I can tell you where he was going. He's on his way as, as we speak. So possibly we could, is it possible that we could catch up to him? Well, I don't know. It depends on how fast you are, I guess. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and for me, it's Margarita and Massage Tuesday. Thursday? I don't know what day it is, but I got a massage and I had a margarita today. <laughs> That's really good margarita. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Cherry Chapo, and uh, it's that unemployed life, eh, Chris? Hey. Days are meaningless. My name's Brandon. I play Humphrey Evan after. And not only do I support the right to an abortion, I think they should be enforced on some people. You get real <laughs> eugenics real fast. Oh, I was just going for cishet white men in politics. I'm Tisha. I play Edith Wins thereafter. And I'm shook and in shock at all of this going on right now. How many women have marched and fought for these rights that are being taken away. It's not just women, though. Especially trans people and non-binary people will be super affected by this. Yeah, sorry. How many How many people with wombs are getting their rights stripped away? Um, hey, I was going to say something funny, but now I feel like I can't. <laughs> Don't you sorry. dare. No, I'm, I'm going to follow say this train. Funny. Um. I am Lelaine Fergara Paris, and you're watching the Disney Channel. Do we know who that is? No. No. Oh my God, that's Miranda from fucking Lizzie McGuire. Who? See, I'm tired of being. I am. I'm just. I, I think I'm too Lizzie old McGuire. for Lizzie McGuire. I am. T- nah, bitch, you're like 2.5 seconds older than me. That's right. We're very close in age, aren't we? I forgot that. I just oh, didn't watch wait, her. Oh no. Cause you were into like. I feel like. Chris is closer to my age uh, acting than your uh, age. <laughs> Bitch. That, that, was a, that was a subtle read. <laughs> and we didn't know who Lizzie McGuire's cousin Friend. Maureen is. <sighs> yeah. removed, I yeah. hate you so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what's the question? Uh, the question is, if you were a vending machine, what would you dispense? Who gave us that question? That was a Discord question, right? Yes. It was Gare Wolf. Ah. Fastest of us all, Tisha. Okay. 
I just typed in bending. Sorry. I can go first. Um, I think that I would have a vending machine full of just like rabbit shit. Like that's outside like a pet store, like a specialty okay. pet store. And it's like. I was literally thinking rabbit shit. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Not like rabbit. Wait, like rabbit accessories? Rabbit accessories. Not like rabbit excrement. Cubed rabbit shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to sell rabbit excrement at a fertilizer depot. Make so much money. I could actually make so much money. Anyways. No, it would just be like cute things like fresh branches and an apple. Fresh branches are cute. It, I it, love you, Katie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Katie, you're basically like a walking, talking <laughs> farmer's market. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so mad at you. Um, I think that if I were a, a vending machine. Have y'all heard of those little pamphlets? Um, they're called the Watchtower. Oh, my yes. God. I just think that what, what better way to spread the word of our Lord. <laughs> yeah. Then with a pamphlet. <laughs> Who's Lord? You see a bunch of pamphlets. Okay, the only watchtower that I know is like the Jehovah's Witnesses watchtower. Yes, right. that's is, it. Isn't that the one about God? Yes, that's the Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yeah, that's the watchtower. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, um <laughs> so no, the main thing I would love to dispense is like it's a little vending machine you put like a quarter in and then like it tells you like an uplifting or like cute little message. Or, like, you can spend oh. money and it tells you, like, something stupid but funny to, like, make you laugh. And then you walk away. You're like, all right, my day's been a little brightened. I like that. Oh, yeah. that's such a clever answer. Going off that, I would dispense and you have three. There's three buttons. And the first button is compliments. The second button is hugs. And the third button is kisses. But with tongue. With, with tongue. tongue. <laughs> with tongue. Yeah. The, obviously, yes. If you don't want tongue, then you do a hug. I'll give you a kiss on the cheek. With tongue. The the hug hug. also comes with tongue. The hug does not come with tongue. The hug comes with a kiss on the cheek. Oh, a kiss on the cheek that turns into a raspberry. Yes, that turns into a raspberry. Mm -hmm. She's just trying to graze your nipples. (laughs) All the buttons mean nipples. All the buttons. Mm -hmm. Compliments, buddy hugs, or tongue kisses. And I hope that whenever somebody comes up, I hope it's like... It's like your arch nemesis. <laughs> oh, I would like give a them a compliment. <laughs> and I hope my, it's like the most who backhanded. Is my arch, who is my arch nemesis? I don't know. Who is who? Who's the enemy of the podcast? I mean, who do you want? Todd the or Queen Paul? of England queen is of an England? enemy of the podcast. Yeah, shoot, oh, bang, the why queen not? of England. Yeah, get yeah. her. You know what, Queen? <laughs> good one. for you for you know being serving in in the military. You know, obviously that you know, benefited you later in life. You have learned how to take lives. Good for you. <laughs> okay, well, on that note, I think that my vending machine would... Uh... Okay, so some of these... <laughs> some of these yaoi anime board games have, like, things where you pay extra money to, like, get a stupid outfit or to get extra points so that you can play the game longer or some shit. Like, Gashapon bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think my vending machine would either be like a, a bonus content nudie pictures of the characters or like free coins. Like, oh, you put a nickel in, so now you get 50 boy bucks. 50 boy bucks. <laughs> Fucking boy bucks. But it's B-O-I. Boy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> also, whenever you stick a coin in the machine, it goes, Ay, me canto, me canto. Brandon. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. 
Oh no, I'm writing down boy bucks and I'm not sure why. Boy bucks. <laughs> Next campaign. A boy bucks. <laughs> My vending machine would dispense either white wine or sarcasm. But no glass. You have to hold your hand out. You do have to hold your hand out. Or just like stick your mouth under it. What are you, not an animal? Come on. Right? <laughs> what are you, not an animal? Like who's, who's drinking out of their hands? <laughs> yeah. What you, why would you dirty your hands? Just open your mouth. It's an orifice on its... It just, it's, it's an orifice. Open your throat. But if everybody puts their mouth on it, I don't really want to... Have you never been to a hibachi? Mine also comes with tongue. <laughs> you don't put your mouth on the hibachi grill. <laughs> no. They, they squirt vodka into your mouth. But, like, you're not then putting that vodka onto the cooking surface. No. Katie. Uh, so I think all vending machines I would visit, at least. I would not visit Brandon's. I don't have any boy bucks. Yeah. No. I would visit Brandon's. I want boy bucks. I don't. I don't I am want... short on boy bucks. Yeah, I don't think I want people to know that I'm visiting Brandon's. Yeah, it's very loud. People will know. <laughs> There's and a like, what you're is like, <laughs> like I'm thinking, like, is there a red light district in like Florida? Like, could it? Because then I would do it. All of Florida is a red light district. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> all of Florida is a red state. Oh, that's not the same. What? That's not the same thing. Oh, I, I, I just see red like Taylor Swift's hit album. You know what? Shut up. You live in Texas. Damn. I want to wake up in Texas. You just got to be careful in Florida because <laughs> like some of the ladies of the night, if it's a little too dark in the alley, they're actually just alligators. So you... <laughs> oh, got to watch out for those chompers. Yeah, yeah. They'll deep throat you, but, you know, and then they'll spin really fast and drag you under the lake. Sounds like my kind of night. <sighs> what a heavenly way to die, though. Like, that's my dream. Just drag me into the lake and never let me go. What? That sounds awful. Oh, underwater's my nightmare. Don't like it. Don't like water. Oh, I mean, if I know I'm dying, then it's fine. But you'll never right. catch me on a boat, like, less than, like, the size of the Titanic. I don't, what a <laughs> terrible boat to say is your safe size. <laughs> Well, I mean size, not the actual boat itself. Girl. If I'm going on a boat, it better be the Titanic. No, I said the size of the Titanic. Ugh. Well, it didn't help the Titanic. It was an iceberg, not like a freaking like Loch Ness monster that took out the Titanic. How do you know? Were you there? That movie was right-wing media propaganda. My great-grand-grand Rose Nyland was there. Oh. I knew it. That's why you always wear that giant necklace. What is it called? The star of the ocean? The hard ocean? The star ocean? Oh my gosh, Jonathan, just answer your question. (laughs) Oh, I already answered the the movie Titanic. Oh no. I already answered the question. Did everyone answer then? Yeah. I think so. Speaking of vending machines, you do have some things to pick up at Calvin's could be useful items today. Ugh. No. We did. We We left off in Ebony North which is the main part of the kingdom. It's where King TBD lives. And you just spent the night in the black hotel. Are all the lights black lights? Yeah, only black lights. Is it? Is there cum all over the room? <laughs> in some places. Not the sheets, though. You did get new sheets. Look at that. Oh, nice. They actually clean it. Yeah, so since you're staying at the Black Hotel, of course, your continental breakfast for the morning is all black foods. You have, you know, blackberries, black pudding, black Blood forest sausage. ham, black olives, and uh, black beans. Burnt toast. <laughs> and very burnt toast, yes. <laughs> and we're 
here for a clue, right? Or were you here to talk to the king? Yeah, you were in the um, the strip club where the candy-coated shells were coming off. Oh, God, I forgot that. Wipe that from my memory. Oh, yeah, we infested it with pigeons. Which yeah. caused a little bit of a biohazard situation. And in that time, you got to know somebody very close to the prince who let you know that Prince Three has ventured north to find his princess and that the king is so distraught that his three sons are not there, but specifically that his sons have not come back with a bride. But they keep going alone into the wood, like into the tundra. Yeah, they keep going alone uh, and then they don't come back. And so you decided to help out three. Okay. And that way Did you can get a... Uh, king well, that way, no. uh, yeah, you're going to get three so that way you can speak to the king. Exactly. Ah. Because you are not people that can just walk up to a king and be like, hey, what's up, dude? Oh, right. Because the actual prince's name is Three. Right, right. Because the king's not good with names. Uh, yeah, but you're, uh, now Leo's magic wallet has been attuned. Yes, I go over to the I go over to the clerk that's at the desk um, for the inn that we're at, and mm-hmm. I pull out a wad of monies. Um, I say to the wallet, uh, ten gold. And I pull out ten gold pieces. Okay. And I'm paying for pairs. for the continental breakfast. Oh, thank you. That's very generous of you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And our only uh, five of those gold pieces are for the um for the continental breakfast. The rest is for your Shayla. Oh, uh, very generous, Jeffrey. Thank you so much. I I appreciate that. Is there anything else I can do for you or? Uh, no, that's uh, it for us. Uh, my patron is to your, is at no cost to yourself. So I'm going to go right now. And I, uh, I turn around and I go over to Edith and I say, uh, Edith, see, I'm changing as a person. I see that. That's, that's pretty nice. Uh, I, I will say that, you know, y- you don't have to tell me. I can, I can see it myself. And I pull out the Enchiridion, and I immediately jot that down. Okay, don't have to tell Edith. Righto. Yeah, real G's move in silence, like in lasagna. Wow. <laughs> Humphrey's trailing behind wearing a black robe from the, the room and holding just a huge, a, a tall handful of burnt toast with pigeons flying all around. He's kind of like crumbling up the, the bread and feeding it to the pigeons kind of taps on the desk and goes, that tip there is, there's a lot of crumbs in that bed. We, It's going to involve some work. Also, we stole a lot of towels, and I'm keeping this robe. So good on you. Was it actually a tip? What's it? It's mostly an apology. We are going to go. Thank you. Okay. Oh, great. You can have your full rest, reset your stuff, and you can make your way, I'm assuming, to Calvin's could be useful items to pick up what you have on layaway. I hate this. Yep. Making you go back. Okay. So let's go and head on to Calvin's so that we can get our things. I forgot. There was items that you didn't see last time because you guys shut me up too early. Oh, no. Yeah, right. I feel like that was intentional. Calvin got a new shipment, a new shipment in. Are they PG items? No. Because of the nipple eight ball? Uh, yeah, you have the magic nipple ball. Um, I told you about the toilet clogger. I told you about the weight fluctuation pills, which those were picked up. Extra wrinkle cream. Ooh. Undetachable magnets. They're so strong they can't separate. 
Okay. The two-way taser. I think I got that, yeah. Terry, yeah, Terry actually picked it up day of. Yeah, Terry okay. Terry gave the money for it. Yeah, doesn't it, like, tase you when you use it? Yeah, you both take damage. Yep, but that means you don't have to kick me anymore. Oh. She's going to shock herself. There was the inflatable ladder, looks wooden, soft to climb. Oh, my God. And I'm broke. Terry's broke. Luckily, Cleo has infinite money. Yeah. There was the under eye cream that makes you look tired, dark, and baggy. And then the stressed out ball. When you squeeze it, it reminds you of a stressed memory that you've forgotten. The anti-therapy ball. Yes. So I know at least a few of those were on your pickup list. So as you enter, Calvin will say, Oh, oh, hi. Well, welcome back to Calvin's Could Be Useful Items. Are you here for your Could, could Be Useful useful Items? Yes, yes. Thank you. We're here to pick up our things. One, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, well, um, here they are. Uh, it'll be... 15 gold pieces. Um, oh, oh, 12. I'm feeling generous. It's been such a wonderful day. I, I got wonderful news here at the shop. We don't, we don't want to know. Or what is it? Fuck. Why are you? We, we, I got an invitation to King TBD's wedding. A wedding? Or oh, I love weddings. Or oh, who's getting married? The, the king himself. King TBD is getting married to his betrothed. That's what it says on the invitation. It's only in a few days, like nine days away, ten days. It's really soon. A ten day? Okay, so we should probably find the king. I, I, I look over to the rest of the crew and I say, we should probably find the king's son before the wedding in a ten day. Why is he getting married when his son is missing? Yeah, I've I've never been to a situation and I've just I've never been to a wedding where part of the family is missing. Most of the family is missing. I mean, you're 12, so. Yeah, I mean, that, that might be weird. Uh, and, and also, we don't know. I don't know who he's marrying. I didn't know the king was seeing anybody. And it's not common news. So it just says his betrothed. It also says, do not bring a gift, Calvin, in capital letters. Ah. Well, that one makes sense. Also, they called me Calvin store person. And that's not my last name. What's your last oh, well, name? Oh, then you weren't invited, were you? Uh, my last name is Store People. I mean, I guess it's close, but oh. no, I'm invited. <laughs> it's fine. It came here. And I am well, actually supposed to report. It says, report to the office for your assigned duties by tomorrow evening, as all Ebony North residents are required to assist. So I have to be there. You're required to assist in the wedding? Yeah, that's what it says. It says presence is mandatory. Do you have a plus four on there? Oh, yeah, of course, there's a plus four. No, I don't have a plus four. I don't even have a plus one, which is kind of rude. Like, I could I could be seeing someone. Are you? If I wanted to. That's fair. I guess we'd need a, we'd need a plus 14, 15, 16. We have a lot of pigeons and rats with us. <laughs> we do. Also, I have to find a uniform, a morning coat, or a lounge suit. That's the dress code. I guess this is my uniform. This is probably not wedding uniform, though. Morning coat, lounge suit. Yeah. Yeah, did you want to look at the invitation? I would love to. I've never seen a fancy marriage invitation. Well, you're not about to see one, but here, <laughs> here it is. Here. Can I do an investigation? Uh, just a sniff over? You don't even have to investigate. I'll let you guys just read the invitation. I did create one that is slightly based on the uh, wedding of uh, the most recent prince and princess. I don't care that much about the royal family. Okay, fair enough. Ooh, Katie with the organized notes. They're not super organized. But they are searchable. Well, they're more organized than ours. The fairy tale campaign. Oh yeah, and I'm a weeb because I spell it fairy tale like the anime. Ugh. <laughs> I know. Brandon just came. Okay, I've sent you Calvin's invitation. 
that was a night of whiskey and like 2 a.m. Microsoft Word work. So nice. Respect the design. But I'm guessing it's like embellished and stuff like it's like pressed in. Like, is this like an official? Is there like the watermark? Exactly. There's like a whole embossed thing going on. You got it. I'm sorry. The Lord Scott is commanded by the king to invite. Is the Lord Scott? That's the Lord of the King. You haven't met that character yet. Okay. His name is Theodore Brooklyn D'Angelo II. Yes. So <laughs> Brooklyn's my favorite fucking part of that. I can't say what I was going to say, but <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Dan- Dangelo. <laughs> but you're right. There's no apostrophe. King Theodore Brooklyn D'Angelo II with, it, okay, so why don't they have the name of this, his betrothed? Or is that literally the name of the person he's yeah, it's No, it's weird. Like, I didn't know the king was seeing anybody. So him getting married all of a sudden is crazy. He's not just going to, like, randomly select someone, right? Oh, like, if it's a lottery, I'm putting my name in. Could you imagine? Oh, castle life. Cast- castle life. Oh, you look so pretty covered in jewels. Mm, I'd miss the shop, though. I'll say that to myself every night until I'm queen. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go, and I guess I'm going to report to the office tomorrow and find out what I'm supposed to do. Uh, uh, just just so I, I'm clear, uh, what, is, mm. what is today? Today's the fourth month, but what day of the fourth month is today? Uh, we're just before the fourth month. We're on the third month, second to last day of it. So Second we're about nine, last... nine days away. All right. So it's nine days away and it's at 1.04 p.m. That is a, that's an interesting time, right? Yeah. Seventh day, fourth month, 1.04 p.m. 1.04. I mean, I arrived to work at like 8.04, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're not, if you're not over five minutes late, it's not considered <laughs> late, right? It's probably what it is. Just... But I mean... If they're gonna put that, then you get at least four minutes after one o four. So if you're there by one o eight, you're still on time, right? That makes sense. Yeah. So you know, somewhere between one o four one o eight. Yeah, that's when I'll get there. Unless I'm working it somehow, then I'll probably get there earlier. But at least I'll get to attend the ceremony. All right. Well, okay. So here's, uh, I'm so confused by all of this. I- I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Give me, give me a second with my uh, compatriots here. Uh-huh. Hey, y'all, it's really weird that the king is requiring everyone to show up tomorrow. So I guess we have a choice to make. Do we go, like, figure out what's happening tomorrow and crash this weird assigned duties thing? Or do we go after Prince Three? I don't believe... That is imperative that we bring three back before something terrible happens to him. I, f- I feel like three is probably already a cookie. I know. I know that splitting the party is not a good idea and it will be a nightmare to do podcast-wise, but I'm like, Cherry can stick behind and be like, an assistant. I work for Calvin. Let's investigate while you guys go off and rescue the prince. Uh, just so we don't leave a, a 12-year-old unattended, I could also stay here as someone who releases uh, pigeons once, we, you know, how ceremonially people release People love the birds. that. People love yeah. that. How much of you is currently cooking? Uh, I'm sorry. It's probably like a 75-25 split. Yeah. Uh, do you believe that you're the one that's capable of keeping 
Our dear Cherry Chapar safe? Or should we maybe leave Edith? I survived a dragon. You guys are yeah. underestimating me. I am so strong. I should be called yeah. Cherry the Dragon Survivor. That's the thing. So I'm not so strong. I can't do any of the fighting. Okay. But what I can do is I can assist you. Make sure you live up to your full potential and like help guide you. That's kind of my role here. I I don't think we should leave Humphrey alone with Cherry. And no offense, Humphrey, I love you. Uh, but my main concern, really, if if King TBD can help us get to the Fairy Godmother to you know help get you back to full human or you know less cookie, I would like that full. What is it, elf? That would be preferable. Just less cookie. Whatever. I don't care what you are. Just less cookie. So if king the king can help us do that, we need to get to the king. And I, I don't know the best way to do that. Whether helping with his wedding or saving his son. I don't know the king well enough to know what he's more he would be more concerned with. Why don't you all roll intelligence history? See if you can remember something that you heard uh, specifically about what Edith just said. Um... Uh, Cleo rolled a 10. 16. I got a dirty 20. 17. And I think you all were able to talk to Macaroni McGee, which was Three's squire. Mm -hmm. And Macaroni McGee specifically said that the king is not seeing anybody until one of his sons returns. Oh. Your best shot to get to the king is through Three. Do we think we can save uh, his kid in a day? Or, well, there's no harm in trying. How smelly is he? Can I track him? I say, let's let's just go, all go and see if we can find three. You were told uh, where three is. You were told where three was supposed to go. It was up in Ekru Ice Caps. Is, is the trek, I guess, uh, how far away is Ekru Ice Caps? It's really just the town north. So it, that's why it's kind of so surprising that all three sons haven't necessarily returned, or at least two of them. The third one, like, just set off. So you're going to be like, no, I think you're about two days behind him. How, how, about, okay. we do, how about we do this? Yeah. Uh, we, go, we go up to Ekru Ice Caps, and, you know, if, half, if the day has, has finished and we're still there, because uh, this is morning right now, if mm-hmm. if we're 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 not gonna stay the night there. If the day has finished, why don't at least two of us, if not all of us, go, come back and uh, check out this uh, mandatory presence for the you know duties assignments. Duty. <laughs> yeah. Sounds splendid. Okay, so all four of you then are making your way up north. Then right. That's my that's my suggestion. Okay. Let's all just go. Uh, let's see if we can't make it. We all, we all can't make it back with the sun by sundown. I mean, that works for me. Absolutely. Cool. Then, yes, you can add your could-be-useful items to your inventory that you purchased. The nipple ball and the air odorizer. That's what it was. Yeah, the nipple ball was picked up, um, and that will give you a nipple pun every time you shake it. You must have had so much fun coming up with all those options. I wonder how many of those you got. I got, I got a few. I'm ready when needed. 
uh, the two-way taser Cherry has. The st- I feel like the stressed out ball somebody got. The weight fluctuation pills Humphrey or Edith? I Edith. took nothing from this godforsaken store. I don't know why you don't like it, Brandon. What? <laughs> okay. Edith took the weight fluctuation pills. Okay. Cool. All right. Then you have your items, yes? Yep. Perfect. You can make your way up north, and that brings us to the halfway point of the show, which means it's time for the gay agenda. Welcome to the Gay Agenda, the part in our show where we thank our patrons, give any updates on the show, and talk about LGBTQ artists. This week, I have quite a few people to thank because I wanted to go through all of the pickles that we have on our Patreon. The pickle of our eye is the highest Patreon tier, and having people at such a high tier really has changed what we can do with this podcast. We have art being made of our season one, our windblown characters, which is extremely exciting. We've had hardware and mic upgrades, and all the improvements to the show are really because of the support that we get from our patrons. So I'm thanking our pickles today, and I'm going to go in reverse alphabetical order as per Tisha's preference. I looked at them all. Let's see if I can do this by memory. So thank you, Ruby. Thank you. Reverse alphabetical is hard, actually. (laughs) Oh, no. So thank you, Ruby. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you, Magpie. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Christian. Again, both of you. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Aubrey. Thank you, Andrea. And thank you, Amanda. We call you the pickle of our eye for a reason. We appreciate your patronage so, so much. Truly, the reason this show has improved over the years and we will continue to improve is because of the support we get, mostly through our Patreon. But if you cannot support us on Patreon, please leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, those reviews really do help us out. We also have a merch store on our site, RollGayRoleplay.com. There's also links to everything RollGayRoleplay on our site. But of course, if you would like to check out our Patreon, go to Patreon.com backslash RollGayRoleplay. As I said last week, we did put out a public poll for the Season 5 setting, and we already have over 100 votes on that poll. It is pretty close still. There are four that seem to be in contention, but I think we could still be surprised with more votes coming in. In the lead right now is Futuristic Neon Metropolis, but close behind are a secret government agency, a luxury cruise ship, and a 1980s summer camp. Plus, you can choose more than one option, so go to our Patreon, help us pick the setting for the new season. But before I get ahead of myself and continue to talk about the new season, we still have a cursed season going on, and we're about to introduce another Pickle NPC. So let's head back to the show. So as you head north, you're following the Prince's Path from Ebony North to Ekru Ice Caps. It's basically just like a north route. It, there does seem to be a paved path, so it shouldn't be that hard to get to, you think. But as you're making your way north, the weather begins to shift fairly rapidly. The green grass is replaced with frost and slush on the ground. White mountain caps can barely be seen through the dense flurries ahead. As the storms pick up, I need everyone to roll perception. Twenty tour. Nice. Twenty six. Fucking ten. Humphrey got a, a five. I think they're trying to hold their coat closed as best they can, but it's like windy and cold. Sugar does not react well in the cold. No, yeah, they're he's stiffening up for starts sure. Starts separating. The sugar starts separating. <laughs> the, the milk fat is rising, but he prefers milk big boned. You know. Yeah. 
<laughs> through the snowy wind, you can see there is a man standing just outside of a little building. And he's waving to you to try and get your attention. As you approach him, uh, you can see he's wearing a ridiculously oversized parka. The lining is like a shimmery silver fur. He's standing just outside of the building on the road, and he's wearing 13-inch platform shoes uh, stoned to the Yonsei. Oh, my Whoa. God. Oh, my God. Hello. Hello, travelers. Trying to get to Ekru, I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, we are. Are your shoes that tall so you don't step in the snow? Uh, it's fashion, baby. Okay. Fashion. But yeah, you didn't have to explain it to me. And Humphrey, like, twirls in their robe. Ah, <laughs> man of my own taste. Cookie of my own taste? Person of my own taste. But yeah, don't, don't taste without asking. Hmm, <laughs> hmm, I like you. I'm Markle Sparkle. Quick change! And <laughs> Markle Sparkle throws snow into the air, briefly hiding their body. And as the snow dissipates, they're now in a sweater with a purple body and black and white horizontal sleeves that go all the way to the ground. Same shoes. Does Harkle Markle, Markle Sparkle, sorry. Look Markle Sparkle, Markle, correct. Look warm at all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Markle Sparkle's very warm. Okay. It's Markle Sparkle heterosexual. <laughs> yes, Markle Sparkle's heterosexual. Okay, there we go. Okay, I figured it out now. Thank you. Um, because he's a quick change artist? Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad I linked it well. Thank you. Also have a three-in-one shampoo. Yes, I mean, that little <laughs> hut has to only have a three-in-one. It's a shampoo, conditioner, and oil change for your car. <laughs> you know, Marco... You're 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 gorgeous. I, I love your shoes. Uh, we are trying to get to a crew. Do you have any suggestions, or are you trying to give us the way there, or or what's going on? Because we're just gonna keep on trekking. Well, I would urge you to not trek. The blizzard is big. Quick change. Yeah. And they change again, and they're now in a full like leather studded dominatrix suit, uh, ball gag in mouth, and they go. Oh. Oh, oh. Edith reaches up and pulls the ball gag out of their mouth. Oh, thank no, you. No, no, just that's fashion. You gotta wait for the next I, quick. I change. need to. I need to conversate with them. I can't do that with the ball gag in their mouth. I think it's just converse. <laughs> just say talk. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Oh, they are a tiefling. I, I did forget to say that they're a tiefling. They're tiefling. Well. My my fair Markle Sparkle, loving it, loving the whole thing, um, the ball gag, everything. I, I'm here for it. Uh, dominatrix typically don't wear the ball gag, uh, but I, I'm willing to forgive it this time. I do live alone in this hut, so it's me and me. So I play both sides. Okay, all right. Quick change. Is- and they suddenly transform into a bunny suit, but the head's cut out so you can see their face. Nice. Great. So, Mark. Oh, the bunny also has an erection. Sorry. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, I'm 12. Uh, <laughs> Katie. Sounds like a you problem. Uh. Keep kink in pride. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. So, uh, uh, Katie... Or Terry, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what kind of, you know, stuff you got going on. But when people with penises, you know, just live, this happens sometimes. And 
as long as he's not like coming on to you, you're fine. It's not a big deal. Oh, no, this is for me. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Markle. Oh, you can't make it to Ekru. That's what I'm supposed to tell you. You can't make it to Ekru right now. The blizzards, it's blizzard season. Uh, but if you want to go uh, just up north, there's a couple houses. You can stay in one of those, and I will come get you when the blizzard is done. Uh, normally, it's there's like a one hour in every 18 hours window to get to Ekru. So whenever you come, you're going to have to do this. Did you see a prince come through here? His name was... Uh... Oh, yeah. One, two, and three. All of them. All three of them. Well, did they go during the blizzard, or did they stay in one of them houses? Oh, all three stayed in the houses, and one of them came out. And I escorted uh, three over to Akru. Oh. This is the, th- it's the thing. There's two houses that you can stay in. There's one on the left. It's a mansion. Has everything you want. Futuristic. Everything you could need. Bowling alley. I wrote down all the things it has. Bowling alley, arcade, sex dungeon, normal dungeon, sauna, sex sauna, sex bowling alley, hot tub. <laughs> everything you could think of. Does it have a normal bowling alley? It does have a normal bowling alley, too, but the arcade does not have a sex arcade. So, that's your thing. Sorry. Uh, okay, so, all right, which one, the one that came out, which one was that? The one that left? Oh, three came out, but don't, here's the thing. Don't stay in the mansion with everything and all the nice things. Don't stay in that one. That's the one you can't stay in, okay? Why? There's another house that's dilapidated and broken, and you're probably going to freeze for a little bit while you're there. That one you should stay in. Is that the one that three stayed in? Well, they signed the guest books in front of the houses, so yes. But that's where I picked up three from that house, the dilapidated house. He was quite cold when I picked him up, but... Okay, y'all want to go check out them houses? I or, mean, I'm right, or... freezing, so yeah. Okay, well, um, I, I will... When you pick your house, you sign the guest book in front, okay? Quick change! Yeah. Uh, and they're now dressed like a quill. Just a big Vegas feather. And they said, now sign the guest book. And then I will come when the blizzard is going to calm down. And I'll take you straight to Ekru. And you'll be safe and sound. If you try and go through the blizzard, I cannot guarantee your survival. And I will not come find you. Hey, I have a question. Mm. Can you quick change into whatever outfit you want? As long as it has 13-inch platforms. Can you do the ball gag one again? Cause, and can I have the ball gag? Well, that's... You want my ball gag? Can I just have it? Can you... Hang on, like, quick change! Uh, and Marco Sparkle will throw snow on themselves again. And there's a ball gag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, can I just have it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, so she takes it. Ah, uh, thank you. You you still can quick change and have the ball gag again, right? This is just extra. Oh, I don't know. Quick change! Uh, and they try to, and now they have a pig mask stuffed in their mouth. Oh, oh. Huh. Nope. Nope, it's just something else. I just grabbed something else from my pocket. I was going to be a pig later. You know, the pig, ma- the pig mask in your mouth is kind of fitting. Do you mind if I keep this ball gag, or...? Do you want to? Oh, back? sure. I have so many costumes. Ridiculously fashionable. And I don't care if it's impractical, because I'm sexy. All right. Uh, I'm going to put this in, in my pocket. Can she you uh, quick change into someone who can drive a dog sled and also has a dog sled driven by dogs? <laughs> I can't quick change into animals. Fun fact can't quick change into an animal. 
something that we uh don't do ethically. What if I turned into a dog? Oh, that's a that's a could she pull a sled that you have in your pocket through this blizzard? I mean, unless one of you's ca- been carrying a sled for this whole season and we didn't know. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> I, um, wouldn't be the first time. Uh, Florals is fascinated by how by how Markle Sparkle is able to quick change. So Flora says, um, Markle, um, excuse me, but how are you able to do that? Magic, of course. Quick change! Uh, and they quick change into a Speedo. And they go, oh, it is way too cold for this. Hang on, quick change! And now they're in a Curious George yellow raincoat. Rip. <laughs> 13-inch platforms still. It does seem a bit like you can't control what you're changing into, and that is concerning to me. <laughs> I've been alone a long time. I've lost my uh, direction with it. I just, it's all fashionable, though. Look at it. I'm a fucking runway. <laughs> exactly. Um, What magic is it that you're, that you're using to do your quick change? Uh, it's a special type of horny magic. Okay. okay. He's a horlock. I'm playing the character I'm told to play. I'm just reminding you. Horny, mischievous, tiefling so... bard. No one laughs, so I'm going to say it again. He's a horlock. You're so funny. Because it's a horlock. Ho- okay. It's been, <laughs> it's been great, y'all. <laughs> this is my farewell episode. <laughs> do you want to learn some quick change magic? I think I do. Okay. Well, I tell you what. My shift ends in about an hour. Uh, I'll find you at whatever house you're at if you're in the right house. Oh, it sounds Wait, great. We need, we need you to change into your quill again for us to sign the... Oh, I'm going to be your quill. Quick change! And now they're a giraffe. This, okay, it'll have um, to do. Humphrey picks up the giraffe and <laughs> tries to sign one of the books. We have to go over to the houses first. Okay, stuffs uh, so the giraffe under their arm and starts. Oh no! The houses. <laughs> I'm coming with. <laughs> Great. So as Markle Sparkle said, you approach. There are two houses. One on the left. One on the right. The one on the left looks like a beautiful mansion. There's a fountain, pool, your Sims Four fantasy house. Yes. Everything's in there. Don't go uh, in the pool. Do not go <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> And every and to the right there is a dilapidated house. The uh, windows are broken in it. The roof is barely hanging on. The door has one hinge that doesn't quite work so well. But yeah, there are guest books outside either house. Take your pick where you'd like to stay. He said that we shouldn't go to the fancy one, right? But it looks so much warmer. Um, uh, I think Cleo's going to at least investigate the fancy house to see if there's anything useful in it. Well, it sounds like. If we choose to stay in the less fancy house, we gotta wait like 18 hours to get to the one son that made it through. But maybe it'll be faster if we stay in the nice house and we might be able to find the ones that disappeared. Number one and number two. Ooh, good point. We don't care uh, which one we bring back. I guess the question <laughs> is, why don't we just stay in Markle Sparkle's house and... When the storm lits up, we're right there. Humphrey looks down at Markle. My little hut? Yeah. Quick change! And he's in a question mark costume. Uh, I poke the question mark? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't even know how he did that when I was holding him the whole time. <laughs> well, you can stay in one of these two houses. It's a one-person house. And I'm quite big, you know. And he stands up in his 13-inch heels. Platforms. He's going to have to make a strength check to get out of my grapple. 
Uh. He, he did note. He did note that he's been pretty lonely. I feel like he'd be welcoming <laughs> of company. Let us change your character for you, Chris. <laughs> you can. You can't stay in my house. It's a small house, but you, one of you can. One of you can stay in my house with me. How's that? I can fit two people. So me and one other person, and then the rest of you have to stay in one of these. I got a fourteen, by the way. Oh, I don't actually know how to do a, a strength check. Do I? Is it opposed? Yeah, just roll plus strength. It's fine. Oh, I got an 11. Quick escape! <laughs> oh, that slippery little devil. Yeah, Cleo's going to stay with Margot Sparkle because Cleo wants to learn how to change. Okay, that's fair. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Edith would allow that. Okay. Then Margot Sparkle will take Cleo back uh, and teach you some quick change magic. You and I will workshop what that's going to mean for you. Because you're going to have some costume changes coming up. Yay! I love a costume change. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Do uh, do we want to... Now, I know it's not traditional to, to split the party. Do we want to split the party three ways? Right. I mean, maybe you and Cherry... I, I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable leaving you two again after what happened last time. Because Cherry almost died. Well, to be fair, the person who did go with you did die and by your hand. So, I mean, I'm not my, sure if you heard. know that. I'm not sure if Humphrey knows that. You think I don't it. know when my little sisters killed a man? Cherry's just walking uh, back and forth like a ping pong match. Uh, oh, all right. You know what? Fine. I killed. I killed him. Okay, Florals deserve to die after what he did. And he you see coming. him coming back as a better man now, don't you? So I don't regret my decision. All right, so our question is, do we go to the fancy house, see if we can't save one and two? Because, I mean, that's that's two people. Or do we go to the not nice house, almost <laughs> freeze to death, and then keep going on forward to try to save three? I don't think we have time to wait 18 hours in the second house and then maybe uh, save the third son. You know what? I, I was, I, Edith was going to ask when the last opening was. Like 17 if it was hours just, ago. If it was just an hour ago, then we're, I'm, I'm going to vote going into the nice house. If it was 17 hours ago, I'm going to vote the, the shitty house. Oh, it was like 16 and a half hours ago. Like I had taken three just recently. So he actually stayed in that house a while. The three, like I came and got him the first time and he was like, no, I'll just I'll hang out, which is weird. All right, let's let's go to the not nice house. We won't have to stay for very long, apparently, hopefully. Yeah, I'll 90 minutes and I'll teach your friend how to quick change. Nice. And they now look like a Vegas showgirl. Let's do that. Cherry's gonna turn herself into a wolf to stay warm. Oh, you can quick change too. Uh, Humphrey's gonna go. Humphrey's <laughs> gonna go. Oh, quick change, and the the pigeons are gonna flutter around them. And then when they <laughs> dissipate, he's got his middle fingers up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny, but not nearly as fashionable as me. Okay, well we're gonna be cold if you need us. Come get us when. Uh... I'm gonna be horny and mischievous. Bye. Edith's going to keep thaumaturging this very small fire that she's created just over and over again every minute, causing the flames to brighten so they stay warm. 
Okay. So before you enter the house, you're going to want to sign the guest book. Anyone that's staying there, you need to sign the guest book before you enter the house. Okay, we have to. Do we to. have a pen? Does anyone have a pen? I don't there's have a, a there's pen. A, there's a pen there. It's a freezeless pen. Ice, ice free pen. Why do we have to sign the guest Dentine book? Dentine ice. Is it like a sparkly gel Whatever. pen? Whatever. Edith signs a guest book. <laughs> what other names are on pen. the guest book? Ah, uh, the only name, the only recent name that you recognize is three. One and two are not on this guest book. She's going to sign it, but then she's going to go look over at the other house's guest book. Just look at it. Uh, yeah, one and two, both of their names are on there. Do you think the house ate them? I think that it's just such a nice house. They didn't want to leave. They're probably just still in there, like, you know, jacuzziing it up five feet apart. Because <laughs> they're not gay. Because they're brothers. Because they're brothers. <laughs> Wait, I mean, if... If you think it'll be that simple, maybe we should just go in there and ask them to join us. I really think the house ate them. I can't tell you why, but my gut is saying the house ate them. Well, Cherry's from here, so I'll trust her. That's Katie's gut you know, house eating ability. I've also judgment. lived here for like 40 years. Everybody keeps <laughs> forgetting that. And that's longer than I've I been alive. I've lived here twice as long as Cherry's been alive. <laughs> That's so true. You arrived, then Cherry was born. <laughs> then you came back, then Cherry came back. That's true. I already signed the book for the, the shitty house, so I'll have to stay here. Mm-hmm. I don't. But if you two want to sign that book and I'll just come visit you. I mean, it's a guest book. It's not a cop. I don't know if it really. It's not... All right, whatever. Mm. Cherry, how do you feel? You want to stay as a group or you want to split up? I will not be going in the fancy house, like I said. I think it eats people, and I'm a big wolf right now, so we can all huddle together if you'd like. I just smell a little bit like dog. Okay, well, I'm going to sign my name in this book, but I'm going to go check out that fancy house while we're waiting. Okay. Why don't you roll investigate to kind of like look through the windows or through the gates? I got a 21 nice. for investigation. Lovely. I'm sending in like a pigeon to go scope it out. Great. Does the pigeon sign the guest book? Uh... <laughs> I did forget to mention, too, I did send one of your pigeons and one of Cherry's mice over to our German pickle. I wrote it down. I drew out of a pigeon and a Yes! Mouse I love so my you rat. you have minus one of both of those. Yes. Ah, shit. I only have nine? Yeah. I took one, and I sent it to Germany for you. Okay. Yep. So you have nine pigeons, and it wasn't Cherry. It wasn't Larry Bird, was it? That's my favorite one. <laughs> I, I let you keep Larry Bird. Okay. I let you keep 33, don't worry. There's no way you would have known that. No, no not way. a fucking chance. No way you would have known that. Okay. <laughs> so then the pigeon will go, let's say, over the gate into like the pool, jacuzzi, like backyard area. You can hear music as you approach. It's just like bumping house music. And you can see as your pigeon goes over, its head starts kind of bopping to the music. It's kind of getting into it. And it'll land on the deck and just kind of start, like, walk dancing to the music. Like, pigeon shitting around, that type of thing. Oh my god, I love it. And you can look in the windows and see that there are at least three people in a room playing Madden 64. Oh, gross, they're straight. Oh my god. There's a... They're playing football on this big screen TV, uh, a gaming system that has never been seen before in this world. There's a messy kitchen, but that kind of seems to take care of itself. Not really. It's just messy and people can walk around it. That type of, you know, you can you can get around it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. This seems to be a big 
fun house. It'll have something that will attract you into it. And that seems to be the vibe you're getting from it is that these people are obsessed with what's in front of them. There's a person just like eating out of a fridge, just head in a fridge, engorging this food falling to the ground. Lotus eaters. Oh, man. I shouldn't have sent in good old Seattle Seahawk. He'll stay there and play mad. <laughs> yeah, there's now a uh, pigeon absolutely grooving on the deck. The wings have been spread. It's game over. Oh, once he spreads his wings, it's done. It's basically got like sunglasses and a Bud Light by now. Yeah. Pigeon's gone. Rip, fallen soldier. And then there were eight. Man, they're dropping like pigeons. <sighs> <sighs> That's gonna that was be the name of the episode. That's <laughs> fucking good. Some jokes are for me. <laughs> it was good. It was not. so yeah that's what you're seeing humphrey you've lost a pigeon and you see there are people just heavily invested in whatever is in front of them humphrey turns around and and goes back to cool in your dilapidated area it is exactly as you would think um there's a small fireplace that seems a little bit damp there's no fire lit yet but i believe edith has a way to at least make fire right you have the thaumaturgy Mm mm-hmm Cherry's been trying. So I need the three of you that are staying in this house to make me an investigation check, please. I got a 10. 15. Four. Okay. Edith is freezing. Looking around the house, trying to find things to light on fire and to keep a fire going. Humphrey, you come across some paper that has some writing on it. And it's signed three. And on the paper it says... throw it into the fire for warmth. Wait, what? Okay. Never mind. Nope. I hate you. Go to the fire? Wait, no. I want to read it first. Do you want to read it? You sure? Wait. Yeah, I do. I don't, but I do. Okay. In in Three's voice, On my quest for love, I feel nothing but dread. For I yearn for a soulmate. True love's passionate kiss. But I must marry a princess that doth not have my heart. (laughs) If I can find that one person who positively lights a fire in my loins, perhaps I can convince my father that marriage should regard devotion and not a power coalition. Three. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) He's an ogre, and he has he has layers because he's an onion. Now I throw it into the fire. Humphrey goes uh, a lot of fire at your loins like this, and then throws it into the fire. Have you told us any of what's just happened? No. Okay. I mean, you guys watched me throw a piece of paper to the fire. Does anyone want to ask me what it was about? Uh, hey, hey, bub. Uh, what was that? What was that paper you just threw? Oh, it's nothing, Ladybug. It's just a a fit of passion and rage from a very desperate and lonely man. Uh, Poetry? I feel like... <laughs> yes, the worst kind of magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's, quite, it's quite strange to me, him searching out just a maiden out of 12, like he's picking lottery ticket numbers or something. I can't imagine that would bring that much emotion to write anything about. It's quite interesting. Yeah, my my favorite part, uh, and I read it. I don't know if you guys did. Um, <clears throat> he did say that he wants a maiden that stirs a fire in his loins and not like not in his heart. 
So, uh, I don't know if his mind's in the right place anyway. Huh. So he doesn't want an emotional connection with anyone. That takes a special kind of person. How did you get that from this? I literally wrote, if he can show his dad how true love works. (laughs) He said fire in his loins. Not in his heart. It's true. Yeah, I'm going off what Humphrey's telling me, so. Yes. How true love dong works. There you go. (laughs) I'll show you my true love. True love's passionate kiss was in there. The princess doth not hold his heart. You lost me at the loin part. I actually need the three of you in the dilapidated house to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I'm a big wolf. Would I have advantage? Actually, you might, because you might be more attuned to the cold weather. So go ahead and take advantage. 11. I got a 13. I got a dirty 20. Okay. A dirty 20 saves, so you're good. However, the two of you are going to take some cold damage from the extreme cold. And the way that's going to work is you're both going to take a level of exhaustion. Oof. And I need the two of you that just took a level of exhaustion to roll me a d6 to determine how bad it got. (laughs) Wait, hang on a second. Could we die right now? Uh, It's like a one in six chance. You want us to roll a d20? No, a d6. A D6. If we get a six on this, if it's a level six exhaustion. I got a six. Did Ethan just die? Did Ethan just die? I got a one. That's not how this works. Oh, no. Oh, no. We both got the extremes. <laughs> oh, Of the D6 rule. <laughs> Choose one of us, Chris. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite, Chris? <laughs> this is so good. There, there was a range to comfortable to Arctic cold. And... We'll find out on the next episode of Roll Game Roleplay. When what one of us froze to death. Hang on. <laughs> a little old woman die in the woods. I wasn't necessarily planning on killing anybody, but it's never out of the cards with you, eh? No, no, no. It's not. Uh, oh no. Oh no, you did this. I know, because you could have just made it up until we both got the extremes <laughs> of the number. Yeah, you could have flipped it. Also, is Cherry noticing them going blue? <laughs> I hope that learning <laughs> to change clothes really quickly <laughs> was worth it to florals. We could have gone to the nice house. Well, I mean, I'm alive. <laughs> it goes from bearable to Arctic cold, and uh, we'll discuss that on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. <laughs> I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all relevant social media, including Twitch at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. I used to play Humphrey Evan after. Uh. You can find me on TikTok <laughs> and Instagram at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, my name is Katie, and uh, I still haven't gotten my social media numbers back, so I'm offline for now. And hi, I'm Warm. I mean, I'm Cleo. And yeah. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok at. Oh, fuck. Groundbreaking 33 and you can find me on Instagram at Eugene underscore J90 thanks for listening everybody bye bye
an RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.